Don't look under the internet. There. So, haha, I did it. Yay. I'm it sure works. that's the way everybody's going to go. I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To don't look under the Welcome internet. Welcome to don't look under the internet. Welcome the podcast. To don't look under the, the internet. Podcast. The podcast. The podcast where 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 one of us. One of us. Shut up. One of us. <laughs> is this? I know. Is this annoying going. for people. Probably. Keep on going. <laughs> I was just. You were saying something, and then I said it after you. So I'm waiting on your go now. It's the podcast where. I am very tech illiterate. I'm very no. I won't say it. I'll let you say that. Go ahead. Keep going. I was really hoping you would pull like a Grinch, where I'm just like, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> I love that scene in the yep. Grinch. Uh, You're an idiot. That's Doug. Howdy ho. That's Jason. Hey hey. I'm Mike. Yep. And I'm doing the Macarena. Oh, I'm like a bada bada here, Macarena. Yeah, one Maca two, Maca three, Macarena, or Maca five. Nobody, those aren't real words, there, right? It's just everything up to and after. Hey, Macarena is just mumbling. It's just Maca 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 Macarena. I don't. I I haven't heard the Macarena in so long that I'm actually not even sure what. Well, that's a that would have been a good project for early. How would we have known? Yes, goofed. We didn't. Maybe we'll surprise um, ourselves. As you may have noticed, I didn't introduce Moot, and that's mostly because he is not stupid. here today. Yeah, he's doing... He's got school. Because he's stupid. Oh, look at me. I'm Mr. Responsible Moot. Hurdy, hurdy, hurdy. I'm getting my master's because I'm Mi- so smart yeah. and talented and handsome and beautiful, and everyone loves me, and I have all these awesome friends, and... uh I am just Mike, a Mike, Mike. wonderful person. You're Ooh, saying this me. all Ooh. out loud. This is all out loud, man. That's not in your head. No. Oh, oopsie. Well, that's okay. Moot, ignore all of that. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I can't let Moot know that I love him. You, you I can't. No, that, I will never compliment him to his face. That, that, yeah, you shouldn't. You should. Never. Yeah. Why? Why? I, I'm upset that we're even talking about this right now. I don't. <laughs> I don't Moot's understand. Love pisses me off. <laughs> Fuck you, Moot. <laughs> yeah, you, you, um, big hairy ape. Uh, we uh, no, don't get there. Don't go there yet because I have to do housekeeping. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's true. Actually. Does that mean yeah. you want to give a, a big old Dilute house clap above your head? We have a few patrons today that we want to shout out. Um, we uh, if you go to patreon.com slash pod, you can be a patron as well. Um, uh, we can cut this out if we don't want to mention it now, but I will say we are looking into this other site called Fourth Wall. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty much the much, much, much better version of Patreon. Yeah. We can use it to host our site, give out custom merch, do custom discounts on merch. We can use it to do literally everything we need. And it is far supreme when it comes to UI than Patreon. Patreon's yeah, broken as shit. It, it's, uh, it's pretty legit. So what will end up probably happening is we'll have both options available for people. Yes. Uh, but we'll end up basically making fourth wall our like go to for like exclusive shit. 
Uh, so we'll at some point we'll we'll instruct people that yes. if you want to, you can switch over from Patreon to yeah. Fourth Wall, fourth and wall. you'll still get all the benefits that you were before. You don't have to, or you can be, stay. Yeah, yeah, or exactly. you can stay at Patreon. You still get those exact same benefits. We're not rolling it out yet, so don't think you have to switch over now. No, I'm just putting the word Fourth Wall out there for when we do get it active. But if you decide to roll from Patreon to fourth wall, you get all the same content. If you decide to stay on Patreon, you still get the content that you're paying for. No matter what, you are getting everything you are owed. But we are going to be using fourth wall for a lot of extra stuff because they allow us to do that where Patreon does not. Um, and knowing so, us, this all of this these disclaimers might be for nothing whatsoever. Yeah, they yeah, might not do anything. I might just be like... Give it a week and I'll be like, uh, you know what? I'm actually quitting the show. <laughs> actually, the show is dying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're selling off shares. We're liquidating. Um, if you guys want liquidating teeth, to get to, we got about don't. a million teeth in the fucking basement. We're going to auction those off. Um, don't liquidate under the internet. Yeah. That'll be the, the final stage of the looty. Yeah. But yeah um, we, we might not go there. We might do it. We're honestly, we're still, in, we're just talking about it. So if you do see yeah. something about it later on, um, just know that it, Patreon, fourth wall, it doesn't matter. Wherever you are, you'll be getting the content you uh, you deserve. Yes, but as of right now, patreon.com slash pod. If you go there, you can get your sexy-ass name or your ugly-ass name, depending on what Doug and Jason <laughs> shouted out um, on the show. So this week we have a wolf. A wolf? Not a wolf. Not oh. a wolf like the animal, like wolf, like a dog. Is it spelled W-O-O-F? Arm. Yes, a wolf. It's, and you're pronouncing it wolf? I'm pronouncing it like a wolf, yes. I, I don't know what he's I saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, I, I'm so confused. So a wolf has joined wolf. the Patreon. A wolf? Yes. Oh, a wolf. Like W-O-O-F. Wolf. Is like he, a dog wolf. I, I can't tell if he's saying W-O-O <laughs> or W-O-L. He's, he's it's, not the, it's not the animal. It's not an animal. It's not a wolf. It's, it's the noise an animal like, makes. All right. Yes. A wolf. Well, your, okay. name, your name... Your name is fine, but it, it infuriates me I have because to give Mike it, has to say it. <laughs> I have to give it an eight just because it sparked this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Thank you, Abel. We have Sky Sky Seaman. Yes. Sky nice. Sky Seaman. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a very good one. <laughs> That's a that f- top top tier right there. S tier. Yeah. Be like and then we also have that one. We also have Safety Bunny. Put it on your front porch. Safety Bunny. <laughs> is, it, is it actually just Safety Bunny? It's safety bunny, yeah. But I was doing the safety torch the safety song. Safety torch from song. The that's, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, which is a bunny. name no one has brought up since two thousand and nine. Safety torch. God damn it! I'm gonna give that one a, yeah. a solid seven, six and a half, seven out of ten. Uh, I'll say I'll give it that because it reminds safety me of the, bunny. the the bunny from Shin Chan that the little girl uses <laughs> yeah. to punch her her hate away. <laughs> so uh, I'll I'll give her I'll give them that. Safe, one. That's what it is. Safety bunny implies that there is the existence of a danger bunny, and I also like that supposition. So yeah, hmm. that's that's a decent name. Danger bunny. Danger bunny. It's a jackalope. Yeah, kinda. That's cool. Well, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining it us. It is cool. Um, don't mind Mike's technical difficulties every single week. So for those of you that are new, this is not any- new. <laughs> yeah, this is not new. If you guys joined us right before we started recording, um, you get to tune into that pretty much every week. It's fantastic. And my mouth noises. Oh, yep, he's eating again. That's this is a dinner time. It's, it's probably just one baked potato. Yeah. I'll play it. Not no, even baked. It's the sweet chili spicy Doritos. I thought you were about oh, to say okay. it was the sweet and spicy baby ray, like the sweet baby rays. You're just squirting Ooh, it into your mouth, guzzling a bottle of baby rays. Sauce. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Gotta get in my um, nightly barbecue sauce. But thank you. Thank you, patrons. That's really awesome of you guys. You didn't have to give, but you are. Yeah. Um, we were at bless, 94 bless patrons. Your, once we hit 100, soul. once we hit 100, I'm drinking the mystery fluid. God I'm damn, doing we, that. I'm drinking that stuff. Do you have a living will? Hey, wait. Also, we I just do. we just okay, hit good. 900 subs on Ooh, YouTube. That 100 means 100 away. more. 100, 100, 100. So if you're not a, we did a big old dumb stupid poo-poo head, baby boy, you'll go and you'll sub because it takes you two seconds to do that. You could also do that and then see me dabbing like I just did. It literally, so it literally does see that nothing. It does nothing but benefit us. Yeah, for you to take Free two for seconds you. to to tap that so for sub button. Make Google pay. Anyway. St- God damn it. Patreon.com slash pod. You could chuck in something. Or. Or nothing. Yeah. But you won't yeah. get anything if you do nothing. You but will. Again, thank Once you, again, you, you get an episode people. every week for free no matter what. Yep. Mike, can you um, do something for me? What up? I need, you to, I need you to do something for me. What okay. can I do, baby? Um, I can draw <laughs> what I saw in my backyard last night. <laughs> yeah. If you could give us a drawing of that, I, that would be great. It was this weird hairy man. Um, Good. <laughs> I felt like <laughs> he was a little... Dale? <laughs> <laughs> My dad? I feel dad. like he was a little out of his jurisdiction because you typically hang out in like the Washington area, but apparently he moved here and into my backyard. Oh, so. dang. Well, so you just have this... Is this just your life now? Is this? Does he live there? This is just my segue. Oh, your bird scooter. Okay. My bird scooter. This is my bird scooter. I'll let you land this bird scooter somehow. Bird scooter. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Okay, so much like this, uh, much like I like to talk to this hairy man in my backyard at night, tonight we're talking about a bunch of other hairy men. (laughs) Hell yeah, we we're are. talking about we're talking Apes. about the battle of Ape Canyon. We're, t- we're just talking about the the lifestyle of being a bear. Yeah, Bear Force One, Bear Bear, bear Force One, Force yeah. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing yeah. Ape Canyon today. Ape this, Canyon. This one's it's very straightforward, guys. Um, it's if, a, you, if you like Yetis, if you like cryptids and the like, you guys will enjoy. I this. like Yetis. Do you I like, like Yetis? You like cryptids? Well, you're in the right fucking place, Mike. Remember that time we mm. killed that bonus tier we had for cryptids? Yeah. Well, they're coming here, I guess. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do want to. I do want to put this out there. Uh, the month, the the rest of this month slash into August, uh, is going to be kind of weird for everyone because there's going to be a bunch of episodes where we all can't be on them, and it's just a wild, yeah, couple of months. So. Uh, we're gonna do some some stuff like this. We're gonna try and get some bigger topics going. Um, you guys are probably fresh off of Ted the Caver, which was just a fucking blast to do. That was fun, um, that was and we hope fun. you guys liked it. So, just wanted to be upfront about where we're kind of going with things. Uh, so yeah, 
Should we dump into it? Should we dump let's into dump, Ape Canyon? Let's dump into yeah. that canyon that's full of apes. All right, Where well, the fuck is Ape Canyon? Yeah. Well, that's a good question, Michael. <laughs> Michael. 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 Uh, gonna, so thanks, Douglas. <laughs> what are you gonna full name me? Yeah, bring my mom. You're you're. Tr- <laughs> you know you can't bring up Janine and or with me around. I'll let this one slide. Um. All right. So Ape Canyon uh, is a gorge along the edge of the plains of Abraham on the southeast shoulder of Mount St. Helens in the state of Washington. Uh, the gorge narrows to as close as about eight feet at one point, and the name alludes to a reported encounter with several ape men. In 1924. Oh, yeah. Aren't, okay, I need to stop you right there. Aren't men already apes? That's debatable, Jason. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? Depends on who you ask. That's very fair. That's, you know what? <laughs> I shouldn't have asked that question. I'm, I'm the asshole here. <laughs> we're all, no, we're not ape people. No, we're, we're monkey people. Completely different. <laughs> that's, I think that's further from of... the truth. Fair, I guess. Is it? In a way. Anyways, did, we, did we come from monkeys or apes? Because I know apes. they're different. We came from we apes. We came from You mean to tell maples. me I came from a gorilla and not a... You mean a to tell ma- me a shrimp? Or whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me a shrimp? <laughs> you mean to tell me an, an ape battled this canyon? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, real quick. Uh, ape Canyon was heavily impacted in 1980 by the eruption of Mount St. Helens. Um, and it's Weren't adjacent... We, we were. Never forgetty. <laughs> never forgetty the eruption of Mount St. Helens. Um, and it's adjacent to the steep Rocky Canyon uh, is the present Ape Canyon Trail, which is super popular right now. Uh, lots of people go. Obviously, there's just it's just apes everywhere, so like, why wouldn't you? Um, and if you didn't know, Mount St. Helens uh, had a huge eruption uh, in 1980 that is one of the deadliest and most economically destructive volcanic events in U.S. history. Wow. it's, it's you know, History drop. You know it's fucked up when a volcano affects the U.S. economy. Yeah. Wow. Were you going somewhere the, with that? The dollar <laughs> Me? bill No, I'm just commenting here, Mike. That day. <laughs> First album, <laughs> Dragon's Obama. Yeah. Oh boy, but yeah, that's that is where Ape Canyon be like it do. So, okay, I mean we can yeah, probably so go visit if that's in Washington. Um, I know a lot of like that is an area where a lot of like um, folklore, you know, like native folklore native americans all, like originated like that's a like it's like heavy area for like native american folklore and everything yeah absolutely um actually one of the uh one of the stories um that comes from that area is of a uh, a race of people named the Sidika or the Saiduka depending on who you ask and how it's pronounced duka duka <laughs> um and apparently according to the legend they were take that native american tribe or make mocking your name <laughs> you we big done... old dukas because you know native americans don't have enough white men shitting on them currently <laughs> why not have three more <laughs> um so the uh the Sitaka, uh were a legendary tribe um that lived in the uh, lovelock cave area near uh near lovelock nevada um, original fucking naming <laughs> i didn't make it up um 1911 a large amount of artifacts and mummified human remains were discovered under four feet of of guano or shit that uh, shit by guano miners 
in Lovelock Cave. Now, see, that's... Can you... I forgot that was a profession. Like I was about to say, can you imagine being like, Ma, Pa, I'm going off to mine some shit. <laughs> going to the shit mine today. I'll, I'll be back I'm in about shit. five years. What do you do for a living? I'm a poop wrangler. What do you do? <laughs> I wrangle the poop so no one else has to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the uh, these guano miners um, near Lovelock Cave uh, discovered the mummified human remains of a very, very large individual. Um, although the cave had been mined since about 1911, no one really notified the, uh, notified the authorities until about 1912. The miners destroyed many of the artifacts, but archaeologists were able to still retrieve about 10,000, um, Northern Paiwet, which is the tribe, uh, that I'm talking about, artifacts from the cave. Uh, items included a tool duck decoys, nets, a pair of sandals, and baskets, Several dating back over well over two thousand years, which wow, wow, wow! Digital um, dancing, digital dancing. <laughs> um, the name Cetica itself means tool eaters, um, and tool is a it's like a fibrous water plant, um, similar to bamboo but grows in the water. Hmm. Um, in order to escape harassment from uh, the northern pilots, the Cetica's were said to have lived on rafts made of tool on Lake Humboldt. So apparently, this was a Houseboat loving tribe. So um, love boat. <laughs> We're in international waters. You can't get us other tribe. Exactly. They found a fucking loophole. So hang on. If these are giants, yeah. how the hell are you going to be giant and get harassed by That's, normal sized people? Th- yeah. I mean, I guess Shouldn't if there's you enough, be the one doing the harassing? Well, you see, Michael, if we go back to the Bible, there's a story about David and a Goliath. You know what? You're absolutely right. All you need is one one. rock and a slingshot, and they're done. Yep. And you could take down anybody. Anyone. God. Doesn't matter who. Angels. Yeah. Other men. This is something worth exploring, I think. Let's keep talking about this. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's definitely (laughs) keep this one on the back burner. Um, The last thing that I do want to say about the Cetica, aside from the fact that they were fucking massive, um, like I said before, they were between seven and eight feet tall, which is much larger than humans, especially uh, in the early 1900s. Um, but uh, according to archaeologists uh, Llewellyn L. Loud and Mark Raymond Harrington, writing in 1929, the northern pilots have accounts of an extinct people living in various localities in Nevada. 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 Um, Nevada. They expressed doubts over whether these were real historical traditions or whether they should be regarded as an attempt by the Northern Pilot to explain the archaeological remains of a cultural period preceding their own. Um, and it goes on telling several different stories from some locals about like the legends of the uh, the Cetacas and how they were massive. And um, sometimes like a lot of people would regard them as like degenerates and cannibals and basically everything that you would throw at a group of people that you just don't like for whatever fucking reason. Maybe they were bullies. The, the Cetacas or the, uh, the, the pilots? Bullies. I don't even know anymore. You don't even know what I'm talking about right now, do you? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't about. even know. There's too many words. There's so many people. Um, so one of the, one of the chief's daughters of a, of a pilot clan, Chief uh, Winnemucca, wrote in 1883 about what she described as a small tribe of barbarians. Who, did they did they did they give the first name of chief when a whatever? Uh no, not where I'm looking. Did you do you have it? No, I was just curious. I was going to make a, a joke, but it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Um so she wrote about a small tribe of Shut up. Go ahead. 
I can't because I don't know the guy's first name. The oh. joke doesn't have any meaning. Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just says Winnemucca, also known as Badface. <laughs> and he named his daughter. So he named his daughter Sarah. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> Sarah Winnemucca, daughter of Badface. Um, it is pretty bad. What the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right. So this small tribe of barbarians who were when they, when she says that she's referring to the Sedica, um, who ate her people, and uh, this was all in the book in Life Among the Pilots, their wrongs and claims. She also wrote that after my people had killed them all, the people around us called us uh, Sedu Kara, which means conqueror. It also means enemy. My people say that the tribes we exterminated had reddish hair. I have some of their hair, which has been handed down from father to son. I have a dress which has been in our family a great many years, trimmed with the reddish hair. I'm going to wear it sometime when I lecture. It's called a morning dress, and no one has such a dress but my family. That's fucking metal as shit. They, they just Are literally they just kept Bigfoot hair? Well, yeah, like, they just have, it's, it's, they have a trophy dress from the time that they slaughtered a tribe of barbarians, according to them, but also knowing that they're just Bigfoots. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not as badass, but thick butt. I mean, um, I would say it's still pretty badass to just kill a. Who can say it? Yeah, uh, I killed like fifty Bigfoot last week. What did yeah, you do? Like, that. You know who can say that? That one dude with the katana from Stardust Ranch. Oh my god! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a Bigfoot head in the freezer back <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. I got. Uh, I killed a couple grays. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> Man is a legend. Yep, he don't fuck around. Oh, uh, but yeah, we that's so that's... many people mad at us about. It. Well, actually, he said that he did this. Yeah, I yeah. Well, actually, nobody fucking cares. So how about <laughs> the that? The man said that the greys are plant people. Well, which actually might be right. Who knows? We, there's no reference. Any, we're not talking about that all right the, now. All I'm those just... people that are like, um, actually, were you there? Were you were you fucking there? <laughs> yeah, actually, I was. Can you name every alien ever? Name, bro? <laughs> name all the aliens. <laughs> name every Bigfoot, <laughs> jackass. Oh man. Well, that's. On that note, that's really all I have about the, uh, the race of giants known as the Sedica or the Bigfoot people that we are talking about in the story. Well, that's just swell. Why are, like, so I understand that we've given some background here about what these things are, where Ape Canyon is, uh, some folklore about it. Why, why are we talking about this at all? Well, that's a great question, and actually. Because this I is, don't know. <laughs> th- this is, this is like the main story that basically gave the canyon its name that we know and love since about noon today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Sorry, know you guys do your research ahead of zinging. time. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Ape Canyon was reportedly the site of a violent encounter in 1924 between a goop, a goop, a group of miners, not small children, I feel but. Like- this Men is with- actually your first time reading this, and you actually didn't look up anything about the topic, and you just found the link. Do you, <laughs> do you feel like that, Mike? Do you feel that way? Is that what's happening? <laughs> That'd be hilarious if that's what happened. It's, it's fucking Cryptic Corner all over again, man. <laughs> what are we doing today? I don't know. Let's decide five minutes before we talk about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I've, I have more research than that in my belt. It was today that I started doing it. I looked at it last night and I wrote it down today. Um, but yeah, so fucking, where was I? Okay, so 
yeah, so there was a violent encounter uh, between a group of miners and a group of ape men. I had a whole joke about the word miner, but we're past that now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and these these allegations were actually reported in the Oregonian uh, in an issue in 1924. So this is how the story goes. Basically, a group of gold prospectors entered into a tavern late one night on July 12th in 1924. They had reported that they had reported that they'd like barely gotten away with their lives from an encounter with what they called mountain devils. Uh, so this started to attract the attention of a couple of park rangers who were intrigued by the story they were hearing. So a man by the name of Fred Beck, and he w- he was one of the guys in this group. Uh, there was like three or four other guys with him, but this is the guy that did basically all of the talking, and he was able to corroborate his story with all the people, all the men that came back with him. So he mentioned while they were out surveying the foothills that it was very, very clear that something or someone was watching them. Uh, So they began to see all these signs that they were not alone. Uh, They were seeing like muddy tracks by their cabin. They were seeing um, like shadowy figures like running through the forest. Um, And the weird thing is that they were seeing like large animals that would be like running on all fours, but then would start walking uh, in a bipedal fashion. That's just Gary Busey. It is literally (laughs) Gary Busey. Sometimes the most simple answer is the the correct one. And in this case, (laughs) Gary Um, Busey in 1920s. (laughs) He is timeless. (laughs) He will never die. So uh, on the 11th of July, this was the one of the first days that they were out there. uh, They basically ate a late lunch and they were about to go back to surveying the foothills when they were walking along this like pathway along the mountain. And they basically what I imagine is that uh, a pack of Bigfoots and these miners <laughs> were just like walking down the path in the, in different directions. And then they just kind of like saw each other. It's like, whoop. <laughs> and nobody kind of knew what to do. Um, oh, sorry, Larry. They're just going to squeeze right past you. There's no way they sound like that. They they gotta be like oh, uh, this shoot. is Washington. I think they might sound a little bit more like this. Can confirm that is Bigfoot's fucking. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like. So yeah, they came face to face with a group of giant creatures, four in total. Um, he basically described them that they were covered in fur, looked like gorillas, and then as soon as they kind of had this awkward confrontation. Uh, one of the creatures let out an extremely loud roar and just like basically charged at the men. <laughs> Can you imagine it just being like, um, hello? <laughs> oh yeah, it had to have been something like like maybe like this, and then and then a shitting uh, your pants noise. Yeah, yep. We should have t- t- yeah. One, anyways, I was even um, looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> so basically at this time Beck said that he opened fire at the beast that was charging him and he was basically able to shoot it until it kind of like crumbled to its knees and then it like rolled down the ravine um, and it was at that time that the rest of the creatures got real pissed uh, but somehow it gave them time uh, the miners were able to like start running back to their cabin so once they got back to their cabin, they basically took everything they had, started boarding up the windows, and just reinforcing this, like, little cabin they were in. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what else do you do? 
Um, so once they did this, it was like right as they finished, uh, like they could hear the beasts coming and basically, I don't know, I, I, the, the logistics in my mind are, are calling bullshit on this because somehow they had enough time to run to the cabin, mm-hmm. board and- up the cabin, and then as soon as the cabin was boarded up, then these big hairy beasts were then knocking at the cabin and like pounding well, on the walls and shit. The, it's all about the sport, Doug. There's no sport in killing you know, yeah, the they just wanted. Thing. They That's just wanted fair. a challenge for themselves. It's like yeah. the story of the big bad wolf and the three little pigs. That's why he went to so many houses. Is like he was looking for a challenge. Just trying all to that huffing and puffing. Rewards, yeah, yeah. So now, now the guys are fully under attack from these things, right? Uh, loud roars and pounding on the cabin began, and they started to basically break down the barriers uh, that they had just put up. Um, and then the creatures realized that they couldn't fully get through the barriers, so they got on top of the roof, opened up a hole in the roof, and then started just throwing boulders through the hole at the miners inside of the cabin. That's not safe. Eating rocks. They were like, you done fucked up. We're calling, done fucked up. We're calling OSHA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, basically, one of the guys got, like, knocked upside the fucking head and passed out and then woke back up to them still throwing boulders through the roof. These these, uh, these Bigfoots were, like, a bunch of idiots, apparently. They just... I don't know what they were trying to do, but... Um, Throw so boulders at them. <laughs> they weren't hitting also, nothing. It's, it's he was like passed out for two hours and they were like yeah throwing, and they were still they going they missed bold? a man fully on the ground for two yeah. hours how many how many magazines did these fucking minor so they were firing at them right is what i'm gathering well i think they, they must have only had the one gun because like, it sounded this... like he shot and then they were like ah we're gonna hide now but like why did they no, they Why? had two different guns. They had yeah. the guy's hunting rifle and they had a revolver. Yeah. At least. But yeah. like the way the way they say it makes it seem like that they had a shootout for two hours while this man was sleeping. Just took a quick <laughs> fucking nap. And then he woke up two hours later and is like, Oh yeah, I've gone through sixty eight and a half magazines. We're still going. They're throwing rocks. We have guns. But my thing is, <laughs> no one's hitting like, anyone. This is like the nineteen twenties, so it's not like this cabin is like that big. So how have the Bigfoot's been yeeting you are you are right. Big things were not invented into the 1950s. They ripped a hole in the they ripped a hole in the roof and like some of the walling down, but didn't get inside. Think about like that scene from Stranger Things. If you've seen that in the, uh, you know what? Some people probably haven't seen the final season of Stranger Things yet. Not the final. I can't believe the second to Vecna last. Sorry, fucks Will's mom. Vecna, I hardly knew her with someone else's dick. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, he made someone shit their yeah, own just, pants. Um, picture like a bunch of Bigfoots throwing rocks, but they don't want to get hit by the gun, so they're like they're keeping a a whole floor in between them. <laughs> it's like a really intense escape room. You just you have to keep moving. <laughs> um, Serpentine. So yeah, so they go through this whole like two hour ordeal, and finally, once dawn hits, uh, everything kind of quieted down. The, the 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 growls and the the banging and the rocks they all ceased. Um, so the miners determined that after a while it was finally okay to leave, and then they fucking hot footed it to the town of Kelso, which is where they entered the tavern and are now telling the story. Okay, so the two guys, the two uh, park rangers, were like, "We got to get you back out there. We we like we got to go back out there and see what the fuck's going on, right?" So. They after a while of convincing, they they finally were like, "All right, like we'll we'll go back out there because that's the last thing you want to do is go 
right back to that horrible nightmare. Um, so <laughs> no nonsense. <laughs> so they go back out there, and basically they see no sign of Prince or Bigfoot anything, pretty much. Uh, but what they do find is the cabin just totally like busted to shit, fucking just as they describe. Roof caving in, walls fucking crashed, you know, and. It was it that was like the only thing that people saw that was like okay well, I mean unless y'all got like really fucking rowdy I don't know like what how do we say to this yeah how the fuck did this happen <clears throat> so that's like the main main story um and then I have this little blurb basically a guy William Halliday uh, the director of the Western Speleological Survey smash smash uh, claims in his 1983 <laughs> pamphlet. Ape Cave and the Mount St. Helens Apes that the miners' assailants were actually local youths until the eruption mm-hmm. of Mount St. Helens. Uh, counselors from the, the YMCA's Camp Meehan on nearby Spirit Lake brought hikers to the canyon's edge uh, and related a tradition that a 1924 incident was actually the result of young campers uh, throwing light pumice stones into the canyon, not realizing that they were that there was miners at the bottom. Looking up, the miners would have only seen like dark shadow figures uh pretty much and the narrow walls of the canyon would have like definitely distorted their voices like yelling and so okay through the canyon let me hello down there let me get this 100 percent correct okay we're talking about a, a a structure that was caved in the walls are being like they're falling over there's a hole in the roof and people are going, yeah, that was probably children. Children probably did this. Well, we'll see. That's children the thing. threw those boulders so, through the roof. <laughs> so that the, the story of these kids being the culprits uh, actually came out a little while after this whole story had been published. Um, oh shit! And the dude, like the the people that were involved in it, uh, like most of them were like super like wishy washy on the story, and a, a couple of them were like, oh, yeah, it was probably just some fucking kids. But the the back. Uh, fucking what's his name fred back he he like would not take that for an answer he was like no they're fucking ape people you fucking dicks (laughs) yeah and like like, straight up they're like no no they were they were kids man he's like no no monkey men i know what i saw (laughs) yeah so uh, there's that's that is that's that's what we have on do you think that is a retelling of events that's for sure do you think the kids were like looking down the the canyon at like the miners, and they're just like, "You're an idiot!" And then the, <laughs> the, 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 can, the, can, the the miners just here. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I hope so. It's just some kids being like, like making monkey noises, but it's all distorted, so they just hear like, <laughs> "It's monkey men!" And then a fucking rock hits a dude in the head, and he's like, "That's oh. a big foot." That would be funny if, like, there was a like a rock slide, like right at that exact moment. <laughs> so it seems like either children or yeti men like destroyed this house with boulders. That is a large gap in what it could have been. A child <laughs> or a bigfoot are <laughs> very like... drastically different. I could be like, no, stupid. It wasn't a monkey man. It was a bear. It was a bear. That just caused like a rock slide. No, they're going with no. It was the local YMCA troop. Yeah, that was <laughs> boulders down a canyon. <laughs> Well, the thing that I was curious of is like, he's like, yeah, I shot one and it it like tumbled down the ravine. Like, go get the body. He shot a child. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If it was a child, this this man just literally admitted to shooting shooting a child. Right. And so, and now we've got like, if this is correct, 
that means you shot a kid. If it's not correct, that means you're not fucking bonkers. And now we still have to explain all of this shit that just happened. Yep. And in the story, too, they mentioned that when they shot it and they're running away, like, they noticed in, like, the uh, tunnels and caves that they already passed, like, they saw other figures yeah. coming out of them. So, you know, where the children right. multiple... There were multiple YMCA troops in all the caves, and <laughs> all of them were just... There's actually, there's a honeycomb tunnel system that covers the planet, and they all connect to every YMCA, and it's a big conspiracy, and YMCA troops are really the yeah. uh, the NWO. Did you know that the Village People's <laughs> song YMCA is actually a, based on these events? You know what? That explains why the wall of death we were a part of when we started <laughs> Riot Fest was so fucking violent. Jesus Christ. If, if anybody wants, uh, and, and it's really hard to do this, but if you like YouTube uh, uh, Village People Wall of Death at Riot Fest, uh, I'm almost positive <laughs> that the first video that pops up, you can clearly see uh, Jason yeah. and myself in a big, big pile of schmutz. Uh, and then you don't then, see us anymore. Yeah, and just, then and then you just kind of see us like in a conga line. It's a it's a whole thing that happened. Um, that was a good day. Yeah, enjoy. Didn't know the YMCA boy still got it. Oh yeah, and that yeah. was one of the wildest pits I've Dude, ever been a part of. Like, ever, literally. You, you, you know what else is wild? What? That the, there's the another story to this disappearance of Jim Carter. <laughs> Our, the president himself, <laughs> Jimmy Carter. The big um, ones tried to K the P. They they did try to K the P. I guess if <laughs> if you want to make ten logical leaps here, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there was a pretty uh pretty well known story attached to um to all of this. The uh battle for Ape Canyon. Um, just Bigfoot in general, and uh, that is the a story that's all about the disappearance of a skier named uh Jim Carter. Now, Sadly, not the president. Not the president, no, because, you know, he, he went missing. So <laughs> He was too busy getting rid of his peanut farm to battle the apes. Right, exactly. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, this... Uh, Jimmy Carter had to give up his peanut farm because... Oh, right, like, because, oh. yeah, he can't own a business while he's a president. And, and that just kind of fucking went away, didn't it? Yeah, that kind of stopped happening, but... Yeah, I can talk about that a lot, and I'm not going to because it's not about apes or Mount or uh, Bigfoot men or aliens or anything. Peanuts. It's about peanuts, Mister Peanut and his son. Um, so this story was actually picked up by a couple of different uh, newspapers. Um, there's, I think, there's three variations of it. They're all, they're, essentially, it's the same story three times with like very minor differences in all of them. Um, but the one that uh, that kind of covers everything was written by. Uh, Marge Davenport by the uh, and she worked for the Oregon Journal. Marge, Marge, Marge. Marge. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. We haven't. It's been a fucking minute. I didn't think I was going to have it. Marge. Um. So in she wrote this uh this story in uh, August 1963 um in an issue of the Longview Times, and um it was called Ape Canyon Holds Unsolved Mystery. And I'm just going to read this very short excerpt out because it literally. Covers the entire fucking thing front to back way better than I could in my own words. So Carter's complete disappearance is an unsolved mystery to this day, declared Bob Lee, a well-known Portland mountaineer. Dr. Otto Trot, Lee Stark, and I finally came to the conclusion that the apes got him, said Lee seriously. <laughs> That's, which they just jumped right to Yeah. He didn't die of the, like the apes got him. And I love that it's the apes. I love that they they included. I love they included that said Lee seriously because you have to put that in order to know. Mm -hmm. Um, On the way down the mountain, 
Lee for real. (laughs) (laughs) On the way down the mountain, Carter left uh, the other climbers at a landmark called Dog's Head at the 8,000 foot or 2,400 meter level. He told them he would ski around to the left and take a picture of the group as they skied down uh, to Timberline. That was the last anyone saw of Carter. The next morning, searchers found a discarded film box at the point where he had taken a picture. From here, Carter evidently took off down the mountain, took off down the mountain in a wild, death-defying dash, taking chances that no skier of his caliber would have taken unless something was terribly wrong or he was being pursued. He jumped over two or three large crevasses and evidently was going like the devil. When Carter's tracks reached the uh, precipitous sides of Ape Canyon, the searchers were amazed to see that Carter had been in such a hurry that he went right down the steep canyon walls. But they did not find him at the bottom. We combed the canyon one end to the other for five days. Sometimes there were as many as 75 people in the search party. After two weeks, the search was called off. And so, I mean, that's everything you need to know. Uh, apparently, the apes this got guy, him. Yeah, this, this, uh, <laughs> the apes must have got him. Um, <laughs> this guy, he was skiing and he was going to take a picture of the group he went with. But as soon as he did, uh, one thing they do say about the story is they do find like signs of a struggle near the empty box of uh, film. Um, and it looks like something happened. You can see some bigger footprints. But yeah, the weird thing is the ski tracks that go literally like off the side of the mountain. Ape at Love. I really, I really hope that like, they have all these records of like, yeah, no, on that day, like there was a really bad avalanche or like on that day, like there was a lot of wolf murders that happened or bears were super aggressive. There are all these like perfectly logical scenarios. And yet they're just like, yeah, no, but the ape men got them. They're just that's, the that's apes got them. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but we, we see. <laughs> that is a very disturbing sound. <laughs> I just them apes. I can't. I can't not picture like this rock hard yeti just like fucking another yeti, and that's just making the faces and everything, and that's the noise that's coming out of whatever landscape I've discovered. This entire time, can you get us a drawing? I don't want to. (laughs) This entire time that we've been talking about this like whole topic, I've been thinking of the like mutated howler monkeys from Futurama. Oh yeah, (laughs) mom, mom. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot about those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all that's I have on of, Jim Carter. Um, what do we have on? That, is this connected to like any other big conspiracies or any other like well-known topics that some people might know of or have heard of? Yes, and yes, and I love it. Yes, and yes, it is. So here's the thing that pretty much sums up the legends that come from Ape Canyon. Um, but the, the fascinating thing is this shit is happening in the same area as like the main problems from the missing 411 and the Mm. Valley of the Headless Men. Oh shit. They both are taking place around this region, just a couple, you know, dozen miles or so away from each other. And even the, the weird thing is even the guy that made, um, that wrote the book on the missing 411, David uh, uh, Polides, whatever his name, Polides? Pleiades. Pleiades. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name, but Doug, you remember who he is. Star system. Right, Pleiades is the the star system. I can't fucking keep track. Doug Doug remembers who I'm talking about because we covered him in the missing 411 episode. Yeah, because it's the the cave system. Yeah, uh, yeah, the honeycomb. Besides the the northwestern 
like forests and mountain ranges. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you know your Bigfoot lore, uh, it's a that's like the hot, hot spot for for our furry friends to the northwest. Hmm. Yep. Apparently, there's but a spot even, in the Atlantic Ocean where you can spot Bigfoot, according to the Bigfoot Tracker app, where it shows where Bigfoot sightings have taken place. There's one well, in the Atlantic Ocean. He's just. <laughs> going through doggy paddling and everything um he's training no, for the, the olympics the guy, yeah the bigfoot olympics yeah um the big but olympics. The, that, this year they take place in taiwan isn't that fun um oh, good but the, the guy that wrote the book literally wrote the book on the missing 411 is like oh yeah he, there's, there's probably fucking bigfoot afoot um the, the <laughs> valley of, yeah the valley of the headless men like a lot of that is a mystery where these people just keep coming up headless hence the name yeah um a lot of the theories are that it is big feet bigfoots that are going through there is it big feet or bigfoots yeah Yeah. it's bigfoots it is bigfoot it is bigfoot big feet yes it is is big big feeties um (laughs) a pack of big feeties but the i like big feet the the valley valley of the headless men that can make sense as well because that is in the bigfoot territory that is in the territory that belonged to that ancient tribe of giants the uh so it is Cetica. entirely possible <clears throat> yeah the, the Cetica. so it is entirely possible that not the duca they are S- the cause thing. of a lot of the problems now here's the other thing that i'm going to blow your mind with what if what if bigfoots are aliens now hear me out <gasps> not just aliens but interdimensional creatures now here's the thing are they the ones causing all the mutilations they're actually they're uh they're just blurry Yes, it's an active camouflage. That's just how they look. Yeah, that's just how they look. They're blurry. Actually, they have an active camouflage that makes them blurry on our things to capture them with, so they can't be, you know, all the way seen. It's 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 like a predator camouflage, just a little shittier. But yeah. Anyway, so the big thing going on here is we have in this story Fred Beck, who um, everyone, I believe it was Fred Beck anyway. um, Everyone else from the story of the Battle of Ape Canyon started to kind of like teeter and they started like second guessing themselves later on like in their lives where they're just like yeah it might have been that ymca troop <laughs> Fred was like the only one to be like no it's fucking bigfoots to the point where he was like you know what these guys are interdimensional creatures that explains a lot about these creatures they are hi- and people are like oh are they stupid he's like no they're hyper intelligent these are hyper intelligent beings coming from a different dimension <laughs> and he is actually like putting his foot down on that and the guy from the missing 411 david Polides, or however he pronounced his fucking last name i forgot already he agrees he thinks that bigfoots are actually interdimensional creatures that are coming over to our dimension um to observe and report and actually there is a sighting of uh there's a story about a bigfoot sighting where someone saw a ufo pretty much rip into the fabric of our universe and it opens it up and the ufo opens up and a bigfoot walks out and the Bigfoot is oh. hyper-intelligence, wearing a whole uniform and everything. But the problem is, with this story, was, if I remember correctly, a couple Bigfoots actually came out, and they accidentally left one behind, and he just scampered into the wilderness. So, hyper-intelligent, the running theory, ass. The running theory is, way back in the day, these hyper-intelligent, uh, cross-dimensional beings came over to our dimension, they lost the ability to go back to their dimension, and they just became more animalistic. That would explain why Can we you... have these native tribe-esque ones. Maybe that native tribe came there from another dimension, and they just couldn't find their way back to their own place of living. 
Can so you, can you imagine they just kind of became quick? a little dumber. I'm not done. They became a little not dumber, but they lost their technology. Their technology just kind of ran out um, to where they couldn't use it anymore. Essentially, the batteries ran out. You could say so. Now they have to live off their own primal instincts. They no longer have their technology or their ships or anything to cross dimension or rely on. They have their own brute force, which might explain why in this story of the Battle of Ape Canyon, you saw this like more barbaric, animalistic tribe. Of back in the day, because they lost their technology, they lost their way back home. So now they have to live off the land. They're not happy about it. That would explain why they're barbaric. They're 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 you know more animalistic, Killing like what we think Bigfoot yeah. is. But in reality, Territorial Big, as well. Bigfoots. Yeah, but in reality, Bigfoots are super smart. They come from a different dimension. The huh. ones we have here just got stuck. I guess I never really thought about Can you the imagine? possibility of big Bigfoots, big feeties being uh <laughs> being aliens. I've heard the, I've, I've heard it before, but can you imagine like being a hyper intelligent race and then not being able to get into a wood cabin? <laughs> not being able to figure <laughs> out doors, like very basic doors. All these fucking big we have all these Bigfoot because they left one behind. Fucking Kleezax got left behind and now <laughs> now we can't fucking this is like go the, uh, to the woods at night. This is like the fucking Leonardo da Vinci episode of Futurama where like, yeah, he's super smart to us, but yeah. like he's also the fucking moron <laughs> of everybody else. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, that's that's kind of everything that ties in there. Like Bigfoot could be an alien, it ties into the missing four one, it ties into the headless the valley of the headless men. Honestly, which means it ties Washington, into Dulce base, I guess. <laughs> ties into Dulce, yeah. Honestly, I mean there for, are like what, like twelve to eighteen or something like different like race of aliens, so something like that. Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot, there, there big are, feeties could be one of those. Could be one of them. There are a lot of like supernatural and alienistic, um, a lot of activity going on in that Washington area. Um, what kind of it's activity? Fascinating. <laughs> I wonder what happens if I type into the to my little sound fucking searcher. I wonder if I type in like Yeti orgasm. I mean, that's what that was, right? You know I just want to see I if they're similar. Ask, huh. I was just about to ask, like, what would happen if I typed in uh, patreoncom slash pod into the browser? <laughs> that was that was a smooth one, man. Uh, I think I you might end in... up you might end up at a place where you can find some bonus content. Um, you might end up at a place where you can see some exclusive merch you might end up at a place that will give you episodes all about scp all about well, our backlog of cryptids i guess because that tier is gone um yeah bonus content galore you That's might what, you, there. what if i you might even find our youtube channel um and there's a little yeah, button I, that says subscribe in youtube.com slash at diluty pod i might stumble across our youtube page you might you might see things like ripsaw the tormentor living his daily life or Mike these shitting. episodes live <laughs> yep. recorded or Mike, shitting, Mike his pants. shitting his pants from playing a video game. Oh yeah. The you, funny thing is Moot put his gameplay and yeah. my visual up so I was very confused because I was like that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like almost not obvious at first and then until you start saying shit and you're like ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also um, if you, you can know, go to if, if you know Mike is a video game player, it's pretty obvious at first. <laughs> yeah. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash pod, but it's going to be booze, not coffee. Um, you can go to our Instagram. You can go to our Twitter. You can go to Deludy.com. Where go to our at DeludyPod. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're at pod or don't look on the internet everywhere. Um, you can go to our 
uh, Google phone number. It is 630-909-9366. You can leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. Or you can text us, and we will respond to you. You can send us an email at diludipod at gmail.com, um, and then we will read those and respond back if we can. Um, let's see. Am I missing anything, boys? Oh, Spotify. You go to Spotify. Oh, yeah. Give us a review on Spotify. Review us. Five stars would be dope, but I'll take anything I can get at this point. Um, and then, again, patreon.com slash diludipod. We're uh, going to slowly but surely attempt to shift towards fourth wall yeah. as another option for something. <clears throat> We're but not we'll deleting Patreon. You guys know, yeah, we're not deleting Patreon. We'll you know slash <laughs> yeah. uh, But again, 100 patrons, and I'll drink mystery fluid there. So let's go. Let's Most importantly, thing. though, go to YouTube, uh, subscribe, you know, send the link to somebody. Just we need to, we literally are 100 subscribers away to monetize ourselves in a, a few watch hours, but that's the easy part. Yep. Um, so and please the, fucking shout it out. Just subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't you yet. It, even if you don't watch it, like it literally it does everything for us. It doesn't cost you anything. So if you want to support us, that's a good way of doing so without having to spend a fucking dime. Yep. And um, once again, I just want to shout out good friends of the show over at Ghoulish Mortals in St. Charles. Um, they are a horror store with all the fun, spooky stuff in it. So go see them. I Every time I go there, I buy a print. I have a bunch yep. of Godzilla prints, and it's super fun. Um, also, so shout out. Sh- yeah. Nope. Sorry, Mike. Didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. I was pretty much done. I also want to shout out, uh, if you're in the Chicagoland area, check out the Grave Face Museum uh, if you're down there. Uh, if you like cults and uh, occult stuff and just spooky things in general, it's a pretty cool place. Pretty cheap museum. Got a lot of cool stuff in there. You can see like pretty much all of the shit that we like here. Shrunken so, penises? Definitely a shrunken penis. Okay. Nice. But either way, if you go to either of those places, if, if you go to Ghoulish Mortals or the museum, tell them Diluti sent you. It'll put a smile on their face. Yeah. Or just go anywhere and tell them that we sent you. Even if we didn't. Go to the, go to the alley behind the CVS and tell the <clears throat> sketchy surgeon back there that Diluti sent you. He'll give you a third penis. Yeah. Take a shit in a Burger King <laughs> and just <laughs> tell him Diluti sent you. Just, yep, definitely do that. <laughs> That's Those are things I want to deal with on a Wednesday morning. Take a shit in one of the uh, the show toilets at a Menards. Yeah, please. Pull a, pull a jackass. I definitely sure. wasn't pretending to shit on one of those a couple weeks back, so... <laughs> of nice. course you were. Um, I just want to tell everyone to go kiss a dad wherever you can find one, and that I want you to kiss him so hard that you French him and you pop a tooth out with your tongue. And then take that, mail it to our P.O. box, which is in the descriptions of everything. Mail that tooth along with a copy of Megamind because I want a copy of Megamind. That, all of that, what you just said, is is literally the exact definition of a sex move called the careless whisper. I don't know how you got that in one, but there you go. Knowledge for whoever wants to know what that is. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Doug, you got anything to say to people? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I want you to take your peen, but at this time, I think it only appropriate that you, you, you seek Mike out and you take his bean and you just slap (laughs) your, your peen against Mike's bean. Um, because I think Mike needs some company. I think he's a little lonely right now, and he could use a good peen bean slapping. Oh yeah, that's not. I'm not lonely. It's f- he has a child. child. You don't have Sorry, to. Sorry, that was the imaginary people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't have to pretend, Mike. It's fine. We're here for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
I'm uh, not lonely. I have you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have James <laughs> Dean back here. I'm, I'm so lonely. sorry. <laughs> we Me can't too. see it, so it's right there. It's yeah, right Doug. Sorry, it's right there. It's oh, right, there. right. You right. Yeah, uh, guys. No, yeah, or Jason. Say yeah. people. Uh, people. Uh, stay paranoid, everybody. As always, you know, watch out for them. Uh, them devil apes. They uh, they live among <laughs> us. Apparently, <laughs> they they're everywhere. They're extra dimensional. They are. They go by many names, but uh, most of all, they they smell really bad. And even though they are hyper intelligent, extra dimensional creatures that can transverse the multiverse. Can't figure out doors or wooden cabins. Just don't know what it is or how to use it. So stay paranoid. The dumber you are, the more horrifying you are, apparently. Oh, I will say, you know what's you know what's even worse than stinky devil mountain devils or uh Bigfoot? Uh no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everyone in Corbin, Kentucky. Yeah. We haven't Got shat him. on them in a while. Fuck Corbin, Go Kentucky. Fuck yourself, that felt good. Kentucky. I know. I was I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, I'm gonna fucking uh, <laughs> lay into these assholes tonight. Yeah, they deserve it. There's a lot more they deserve, but is that all boys? We got anything else to say? <laughs> that, was that was so fucking threatening. Yeah, they deserve more than that. But. <laughs> Bye, everybody. I love you all equally. Good, Bye. Good night. We everybody. love you guys. Go fuck yourselves. Hi, I'm just trying to keep up with uh, your podcast. Don't look under the internet. And uh, I just got to the Mandela catalog episode. Just after the uh, Monument Mythos stuff. I think it's time you uh, got back to the Monument Mythos as, uh, well, the series is finished. Anyways, that's all I wanted to mention. Your podcast is cool, and I am enjoying listening to it at work. Thank you.